0: it shines. no, my life will not just go on. No, my life will not just go on. It's not enough that you're cleared. You have to be excellent. Your life, no, 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 it's, it's not enough that you feel before. And He has put all this. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we are so grateful for this opportunity that you've given us to gather together for service. We ask that you may turn our lives to be that pure and spotless bride without spot or wrinkle or any, any such thing. We ask, O oh God, uh, that you may grant us a special understanding of the word whose end is practice, that we do not only be hearers of the word, thereby deceiving ourselves, but that we may be doers of the word as well, and that our hearts may be fertile grounds that we'll be able to grow plants, trees, gardens, and forests according to our capacity to permit that word to function in us. We promise to give you all the glory and all the praise in jesus mighty name we have prayed as every child of god says amen Amen. and the reason i was feeling very emotional is because i was reading the bible this morning and i was just crying because so because i was discovering the things some things in the bible that I have never seen before. And I was crying. I don't know if you ever feel that way. And my, my wife came to hug me. Because I needed comfort. <laughs> but maybe one job didn't see it at least. Because <laughs> I would have been wondering what's, what's wrong with the man of God. But there are just some things you, you discover in the Bible. And the Lord begins to talk to you. And you just cry. Amen. Amen.
1: <laughs> oh, We're
0: going to have a great time today. Hallelujah. So we've been looking at leadership. So sometimes the fact that all oh, you forgot is not like, oh wow, you are excused. That, that forgetfulness is testimony of how unserious you are with the things of God. That forgetfulness, maybe you didn't know, that forgetfulness is a sin. Especially the one that results, that stems merely from not placing weight on things that God places weight on. Say, oh, I forgot. Somebody told me that. Oh, wow, okay. Mm, I see. Some people love excuses. You shouldn't. So we are looking at, um, we're basically looking at uh, what the Bible says about leadership, right? Excellent. Um, and then we finish this part. The aim of these teachings is to make sure we grow leaders out of you. And I am certain that each of you are growing into the leaders that God designed for you to be before time began hallelujah so you won't go back like you came in jesus name Mm -hmm. praise the lord hallelujah what did you learn about leadership last week i'm coming I'm waiting for you. (laughs) You can just say one thing that you read. That great leaders do not aim to be leaders but to serve. Isn't that one for the other week? (laughs) (laughs) Or your friends can help you. (laughs) There, the guy, the guy with a cute voice. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn? Um, you never know who's watching. My
1: um, learn that
0: when leaders are disciplined, uh, it's important to be disciplined as a leader for you to be an example. <laughs> okay, calm down. <laughs> you can call me once I'm going. <laughs> okay, I see what you mean. I'm coming for you. <laughs> you? What did you learn about leadership last week? Uh, if I were you, I would stand. Can you be polite? <laughs> that uh, discipline is a decision. I come by discipline, could die,
1: right? <laughs> I'm coming from. In front. Discipline uh, <laughs> is a decision, and great leaders
0: are disciplined. No. <laughs> What else did you learn? <laughs> okay, uh, one, one dimension of uh, discipline is consistent. I can buy that one. <laughs> and the cut danger, mind. <laughs> what did you learn? <laughs> I love you. Uh, Last week I learned that uh, leaders are concerned about the well-being of uh, their subordinates even beyond the way because in uh, management board uh, leaders uh, see the need uh, to ensure that everything uh, is performed according to the expectation of uh, the company. (laughs) Maria, what did you learn about leadership? Teji, good to see you. Well, I'm I... coming to your village. <laughs> well, I
1: learned that good leaders are disciplined. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. The
0: whole church is protesting. <laughs> discipline, takana, discipline. Uh, yeah. Doc, what did you learn about leadership? I learned that good leaders are humble. They think about others and not just themselves. Mm-hmm. I can buy that one. <laughs> Pass over. Esther, looking sharp. <laughs> Tell me what you learned about leadership. Yeah, I learned that good leaders don't take anything to heart. And I learned that good leaders develop Ms. And... Re- replace the word anything with another word. Good leaders don't don't take words at heart. No, no, no. Everything at Ah-ha. heart. One said that no, he won't imi pi And that no, I am of one for chalk kalipa. We ended, yo, if ma kuti na nkani You won't manage, or like one deacon says, says you won't manage. Passover. Were you here last week? What did you learn about leadership? Okay, no, too much, ladies. What did you learn about leadership? You never know who's watching. Yeah. So um, I learned that uh, leaders are supposed to serve first. Ah, uh, I come back with that, I like Yeah, yeah, and that service never goes in vain. Uh, uh, next point. Next point. <laughs> um, Leaders are supposed to... Now there's a very good friend of yours seated here. Maybe she can mm. help you. You, ah, she has denied you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she has pointed <laughs> at the other one. Good, <laughs> judgment day. <laughs> um,
1: so I learned that um, in the book of Christians, mm-hmm. that was my first time reading that M-hmm leaders are not, uh,
0: well, you have their interest in other people, like, you, you
1: mm. think of others. Um, I come back to that. Yes, but, so it let's see the fact that a leader just doesn't think of himself, they always think of others.
0: Okay, I can buy it. Young man, <laughs> I like your sweater. You must have a powerful answer. I saw, and last week you sat that side, right? Yes, I remember you. Uh, <laughs> if I were you, I would stand, but I'll permit you to sit if you want to sit. The yeah, answer
1: that I remember is one of the other
0: ones. are interested in Benango?
1: The answer
0: that i, I Okay,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you. Yes, what did you learn about leadership? Uh, I learned. Um, you never uh, know who's watching. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: I learned that a leader should always exercise humility. And then immediately after that, the point that followed was that they should exercise self control. <laughs> so those <two>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's being smart. <laughs> are you telling me that just because I called you last week, I can't call you now? No, you can't call me. <laughs> eh? i a pastor. Um, I learned that um, one of the greatest leaders, actually, or the model that we can emulate is the kind of leadership that Jesus Christ portrayed. So one takeaway that I got was that he was so humble such that... Yes, but this point has not been said. That he lowered his life to a point uh, that it was like you a, mean it, you quite an animal. <laughs> uh huh. Okay, oh. yes. And then on this side of the kingdom, leadership is about uh, servantship. You need okay. to. Okay, Animo is the one I'll get. Yes. Yeah, I'm a servant, humility, I. I come back Dad. Young lady. <laughs> you say, <same> one <laughs> who's dodging? I'm coming. Okay, so. Um, you want me to preach? I this see- is preaching. How do I know if you're not learning if I'm not asking questions? Eh? Okay, I learned that um, one dimension of discipline is... No for... checking your notes. One dimension of discipline is uh, consistency. And... I have a of consistency, but you
1: get? Okay, um, and in everything, there's a place for discipline. Anyway. There's a guy who's
0: watching you. Can you get...
1: It?
0: <laughs> Hurry up. Hmm? Hurry up. Um, in everything, there's a place for discipline. <laughs> Someone is watching. Okay, One good leaders, time. they don't scatter, they gather. Excellent. Oh, you, are you are smart. You are smart. Were you here last Sunday? <laughs> you almost said no. Can you stand <laughs> up and tell <show> me? <laughs> this boy, his father was my pastor for a long time. Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: All right. Um, yes, uh, uh, last time I learned,
0: uh, first of all, I'll start with the base. It said uh, about, um, at man Diligent Newsweek, you mm-hmm. shall stand before kings. Mm-hmm. And there, it was, the teaching was about leaders, they invest in, thems- in themselves. We mm-hmm. never stop qualifying for the job. That's mm-hmm. what I talking about. Excellent. That's... Although it's a qualification the other, other week, but oh. I'll buy into it. <laughs> no 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 no! don't all move too fast (laughs) and i like your bow tie give me your answer as well ah i'm coming
1: i like that as a leader i shouldn't be an instrument to lead people away from god and also
0: that if I, an, a leader can be the cause of a rise or, the, or a fall of an organization. and rise. Yeah, the other week. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> so even the way I live. We play
0: life. the podcast. I'm the one who was preaching. <laughs> so even the way. I told you I live. you were going to write an exam. The we'll one. see. The way that I live my life should lead people to Christ and not away from Christ. The one who seated next to her, surely you've been sharing notes.
1: Uh, I learned that. Uh, Make sure,
0: much you never know who's watching.
1: <laughs> I learned that uh, leaders are correctable and that uh, leaders are interactive.
0: Interactive. Huh? The, the girls are refusing that you are not interactive. Really? Can you be interactive? Leaders do like this. <laughs> so, Nile, what did you learn? Just two more people, and I'm done.
1: I learned that a leader should demonstrate integrity.
0: Demonstrate integrity. High five. This is a super
1: teen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Alinafe. <laughs> i learned that good leaders are not strangers to the people they need i can buy that one (laughs) especially because you said i learned so it sounds nice people were protesting because uh (laughs) he is not interactive that one This is why some men are single. They are not interactive. I want a guy. I saw you were here last Sunday. What did you learn? Uh,
1: What I learned uh, about DBCP. What's your name? Peter.
0: Excellent. I learned that
1: a leader is uh, one being that has three large ears and large eyes, but with a small mouth. Wow.
0: I did not say that one, but I can bite. <laughs> Patience, what did you learn? No, um, I love learned- <laughs> Be bored. As a leader, if you do not plan your humility right, with the next spot. Yes. Hallelujah. Some of you guys, what you need to do is come and register your singleness with me. I know what I know what to do with it. Just come confess. Pastor sir, I'm single. But then come with an honest heart. <clears throat> I have tried A, B, C. Perhaps the grace was not sufficient. And I know exactly how to pray for you and how to slap you towards the right direction. And the church said, you are, you are arguing. Should I testify? Okay. When you hear the nose, it means there's the fear of exposure. But Jesus is Lord so we're looking at what the bible says about leadership all right so far you're doing well as a church i'm giving you six out of ten you can do better you are an excellent church amen now today we are just going to do a quick study Prepare, because next week, you never know, you may be the one (laughs) to give a recap. And don't even be offended, that church. Okay, so we did end of part one. We started part two, did we? So leadership training part two. Although this is like a part three of the but Jesus is Lord. And so what I want us to observe, as we are still looking at um, now, this one, you are all going to be giving me answers. Okay? We've been looking at what the Bible says about leadership. And one of the ways we are going to do it is to study when God was looking for a leader, what was he looking for? See that? There was one time there was a king Excuse me, his name was Saul. God did not like him. Kings are leaders. So God was going to look for a leader. And as he was looking for a leader, there were traits and characteristics that he was looking for. Are you listening to me? The reason I'm teaching you these things is so that maybe you can acquire some of those characteristics. And when it comes to being chosen by God, you can be chosen. Let me tell you a principle. There's a difference between being called and being chosen. The Bible literally tells us many are called, but few are chosen. The calling is an act of grace. It is an act of God's sovereignty. He decides randomly to call many people before they are born. God summons them to a dimension where they are able to call him. He gives them basic tools that can make them be able to serve him. Some of them have got gifts, some of them have got talents, some of them have got different capabilities, so they are all called. Some of them have dreams and visions of these great ministries, and great inventions and discoveries, and great possessions that they are going to hold in the corporate world, or even in their schools. That is in the calling stage. Many are called. There's not one person Who has never imagined how great they can be there's not one person who has never had this amazing dream about how they were leading and everybody was following them i mean i was about 18 years old when i had this dream when i was carrying a staff and i was wearing the cloak of moses and then there were all these people following me except they were not israelites they looked black and i was going before a red sea And I knew when I woke up "Mm that there's like a greatness somewhere. Hallelujah. So everyone has a calling to a certain place. Now, whether you are going to be chosen is not an act of God, that one is an act of the person who has been called. And I have noticed that even in ministry, many people don't know this. Even in your. Listen, every person has got a calling. Hmm? The kind of thing that you're doing today, you're not the first person to do it. Whatever you're doing in life has got a spiritual backing. Especially if it has to do with serving God to a degree. Everybody, whatever you're doing, there's a calling on your life. I want you to tell your neighbor, you are called. There are people who are called into ministry. There are also people who are called to start a ministry. There are people who are called to minister in song. There are people who are called as evangelists. There are people who are called by God into business, there are people who are into business and they are successful but they were not called by God. But then there are people who are in business and they are successful because they were called by God. But, if you are going to go to your next level, being called is not enough. You have to be chosen. This issue of choosing is not solely an act of God, this issue of choosing is a combination of God working with a man who does certain things to position themselves to be chosen. You position yourself to be chosen of God. And these things that I'm about to tell you are the secrets to being chosen. Don't experiment with your life. You only have one. You know, I I don't know, for those who go for work in the morning, has it ever hit you hard? how fast time moves between six hours and seven hours or school it moves so fast you are looking at the time it's six hours the next time you are looking at it 6 15 mm. where are my 15 minutes that's how it slipped in your hands what were you doing checking statuses why did it benefit you nothing meanwhile you you you, you can listen this thing of not learning how to be chosen you can watch your destiny slip through your hands into Instagram and Twitter and Facebook you can slip like that. Much you can watch your destiny slip off. Time erodes. It can erode destiny. You can your relationship with God can erode. Just like that. And sometimes there's a little things that you do every day that are going to determine whether you're going to be chosen or not. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Have you ever seen a man with a pot belly?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> do you think, do you think he just woke up and it's, the thing is
1: there?
0: No. <laughs> Anyone can say, "Yo, are a <laughs> they say drop by drop fill the ocean. That's why he talked about consistency. It's the things you do daily. You know, there's a place where after you prayed over a long period of time consistently out of discipline it will happen to you that there's a time you wake up And there will be a desire to pray and you can't even control it. And you're wondering how. It's because there's been an investment that has been made through consistency. Haven't you ever been there during an exam time where you're waking up every night at 02 to study? Every day you're waking up. The exam is done. Somehow you find yourself awake at 02. What are you doing? Nothing. Anybody ever experienced that? There's a place where you drag yourself in consistency. But when you gain a certain level of momentum, even you can't stop the kind of success or failure that you begin experiencing. I told you the story of this man of God who went to pray for a young lady. She was about 40. They said she's dying, but she's a good believer. And as he wanted to lay hands on her, the Holy Spirit said, stop! And he said, but God, why? And then God said, for a long time, ever since she was in her 20s, if my memory serves me right, she kept saying, I don't think I'll go beyond 40. So her words have become an avalanche. They've gained that state of destructive a destructive avalanche. It says, even the realm of the Spirit cannot reverse her words. But guess what? The opposite is true. (laughs) Hey! Hallelujah. Listen. When you're studying the Bible, sometimes you should use the principle of opposites. For example, when the Bible says if you look at a woman to last after her, you've already done it in your heart. That means you can also look at other things a certain way and you've already acquired them in your heart. Are you seeing that? Don't just look at the wrong things, the, uh, just one way, say, oh no. no, 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 the principle of the opposite as well. That consistency brought her to a place of death, and the truth is also accurate in the opposite. What if you constantly say, I can never be sick? Ah. In your own room, forget all those people who say, no, once in a while, once in a while, once in in so, when they're saying all those things, in your own room, when you are growing your convictions, how you grow your convictions, you close yourself out. Then you begin saying some things you've never said before. You speak in tongues first so that you don't sound like you're joking. Brados You know, you burn, you burn in the spirit, and you say, Haha, I will never walk for a long time this year. Yeah. Are you listening to me?
1: Yes. Yes. yes.
0: And you say that consistently. Never again will I repeat the course. Yes. My, pro so far, yes. You say it. You say a point will reach where you. When people are saying, "No, me." A-. <laughs> there are people who are so chest in their dreams by snakes, that they say, I had a dream again, a chest was snaking me, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm not trying to make jokes out of this, because even me, I was tormented before, so I'm trying to show you, so if you think I'm laughing at you, I'm laughing at me as well, the old one. There's a time when when you listen to people talking about bad dreams. It's strange to you. You're like, but how do they manage? But you can't say that because you sound proud. So what you do is, let's pray together. <laughs> you stand with them. You say what I mean. And I'm not saying, don't open up because I've laughed about it. I'm just saying, for you, specifically, there's a place you're going to get to. By consistently confessing the word of God. You say, I will chase them. I will chase them. This time, come. Eh? If you are demon enough, come at 0 to no, it won't be too dark. Come at 0 to 30. It's already been coming, so why not just challenge it? It's already been because even if you don't do it, it still come. So why not just invite it this time? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I was, I had a bad dream about when two days ago, right? And I was sharing with my wife. <laughs> I was going somewhere in a bush, there was a big house in the bush, so I wanted to check out what was in that bush. And I found dogs, this one big black one, it was so upset with me. And I looked at it like this,
1: and I laughed
0: <laughs> in the drill. I- Then the dog started charging at me. I laughed some more! When it reached where I was, there was an environment of laughter around me. The dog began to laugh. The dog laughed. That dog was just like oh." Anyways, go. That's how we went. I held the dog like this. We were laughing together going to the house.
1: <laughs>
0: and I told the dog, okay, that's how the dream had been. Such a bad dream. <laughs> Can you share your bad dreams? <laughs> Just the way you wake up, you don't need to tell us. Jesus. You were going to quit, but I'm going You know, sometimes I tell people jokingly and I tell them somebody tells me a, a dream and this happens to me a lot. I tell someone, no, I had a dream, a chess was snaking me. <laughs> that, that's to mean it's been so bad <laughs> that the chess is now snaking you. you know? Or like some people were like, super in the world that they were drinking cigarettes and smoking alcohol. (laughs) There are people who give testimonies like that. Anyways, and I tell people, look, next time you have that dream, chase the snake back. What they don't realize is that that's a spiritual instruction I'm trying to put in their spirit. That's how we got to a place of dominion. When we were awake, there were spiritual instructions we were allowing our spirits to take by listening to the word of God. So when we went back into the dream now, we remembered what we did in reality. That's how it works. Somebody say, I will never be a victim again.
1: again.
0: I want you to say it with some violence. I will never be a victim again. Yeah. Yeah. Never. But it's through that consistency of confession. What do you do? There's a place of your giving where when you give so much, Angels, they will come. They will stop whatever you are doing to come. There was a time when I was on it. I used to do it. Forty days I do them. I prayed. There were some things I was praying for. Angels came. Six. And they were saying, one was so tall. That angel reached the ceiling. And they were so glorious afar off. But when they were coming, their glory was reducing. And when they reached where I was, the, the leader, stood out and said we've been sent to you because you're a man of labor I didn't understand that when I woke up the spirit of God then gave me understanding and he was saying oh what that angel was saying was it because the bible says Epaphras who's one of you is always laboring fervently for you in prayers so those angels were speaking the word of God when they said labor they meant your prayers and then I realized, oh, it's the same way that the angels visited Cornelius. The Bible says he prayed so much and gave so much that the angel came and said specifically, "Your giving and your prayers. Then when we're talking about giving, you're waiting for that part to finish so that we can go to the word. Ah, okay. I see why you're visited, but not by angels. <laughs> Because the simple things in reality, in this world, in the physical world, that can make for your greater manifestation in the Spirit, you are taking them lightly. You know there's a grace for giving and receiving. Some people don't know that. And you break into those. The Bible says, here's the problem with the Corinthian church. The Bible says they grew so much in teaching the Word of God. In revelations in the prophetic it says but grow also in this grace of giving also that means it can become a grace there's a place of giving where you you don't struggle those that have been with me I don't know if I'm the best example but you may think I always have money but it doesn't bother me it doesn't bother me this is the reason why some of you let me tell you this eh? And then we'll do this leadership (laughs) thing. This is why some of you, this is one of the reasons why, even after you have a certain money, you can't account for what happened to it. Especially if you are a Christian, because you are part of a covenant that you are breaking. Don't expect a person who's not part of a covenant to be sued for a breach which where they were not party to. They were not party to that covenant. You are not, they are not children of Abraham. So if they prosper in their dubious means and they still have the money, you don't say but they are not bereaved as them. How come they are prospering? Some fool on the internet said, I've met many millionaires. They don't even die, But they are rich. You don't understand of what spirit you are. Let me tell you this, I taught you about being partakers of my grace. If in this church we don't go to the mountain, why are you insisting on going there? (laughs) What are you going to get there? Now, the fact that another minister goes to the mountain, that's fine. But have you ever seen me climb the mountain? I don't have the conviction, you are in this grace. You've ever seen me do anointed water, a bottle. If you want to succeed in this year, if you want to partake of the other dimensions of harvest, in this year, the first thing you do is you submit yourself to the grace of harvesting souls. You you first submit to a grace you are under. This year is demanding that we win souls. That's my if you can't even invite a person to church, there's a certain level of harvest. You, some people will have a certain level of harvest out of the mercies of God, but if you become a soul winner, I'm now prophesying to you, since you love prophecy, I'm giving you a mystery. When, if you begin winning souls, the other dimensions of harvest will easily break open. Are you listening to me? Otherwise, you sing about harvest, sing about harvest, till you get tired. Anyways, the point I make is, one of the ways in which you grow to be a leader is consistency. Be consistent. be consistent somebody shout i'm consistent now we'll get to that anyways i wanted to tell you some other things let's read the bible now i've underlined some parts can you see those were very close are you able to see i'll be underlying underlining in my words for those who are not there so we are we are looking At the first time that God looked for a leader. What was God looking for? Listen, some of you are all into, oh you knew me before I was born, and for some it was meant to be that way. It's not every time. Sometimes the Bible says God is looking. He is searching. He says, I have found a man after my own heart. You can't find without searching. It means God was looking. That's why the Bible says of Eliab and the brothers of David, when they presented themselves to be kings, he said, I have rejected them. He didn't say, I have not not appointed them. Rejection means you applied. That means there was a time when God was conducting interviews, looking at character, looking at behavior, looking at honesty. And he said, "Mm -mm." even these people would love to be, even though they would love to be kings, he says to Samuel, I have rejected them. I'm teaching you how to be chosen. Huh? Hmm. This thing you're hearing, many people don't hear it. Many people don't hear it. That's why many people remain only in the calling phase. There's this great vision. There's this great feeling. But nothing is showing up. That will never be your story in the name of Jesus. 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 13. The Bible says, And Samuel said to Saul, You have done foolishly. There's a story behind it. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord. You have not kept the commandment. No. Let me read mine. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord, your God, which he commanded you. For now, the Lord would have established your kingdom forever in Israel.
1: Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: For now, the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now, your kingdom shall not continue. Listen to this. The Lord has... Meaning God was looking for a king, and God was looking for a man after, not just a man. He has to have qualities. Not every, everyone in a jeans, in a trousers, and a bass voice. Okay, dear daughter. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I have a few encouragements for you on that day. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart. There were people, they were after other things. I like what Deaconess Msole was saying. She was saying, we can know where your your heart is by your treasure. Because even the Bible says, where your treasure is, that's where your heart also is. And Some people who are always having excuses about attending spiritual meetings. They don't need temptation. They will look for it. Tempt me! Then they'll <laughs> always they will look for it, a reason why they can't come. For some of you, if we just removed transport, now, I know some people are not working. But what I'm saying is there, there would be no fight. They will just say, Oh, Kulibebasi, nangu. <laughs> That's it. Forget it. You see, this is why some, some people are weak in that it's only, it's only the bus that brings them to church, not their conviction. This is why you have to be there to ensure that you help them come to church by your partnership. I'm not saying it's everyone in that class, but there's some people like that. If you ever remove the bus, that money—the one they have—it's for their needs for during the week. It is yours that must sponsor their bus. <laughs> that must not be the case. Some of you, and I know some of you, some of you will just buy buses the way. Because I know how you are feeling when I'm talking like this. I know. Where you are, maybe you may not even afford transport. But at least there must be a desire in you to say, What? I'll just buy the bus. Now, some people, they don't have the man. They don't have the man. <laughs> they don't have the conviction. Even just the imagination that I want to buy a bus for the. Imagination, ye At least just imagine some... Just that. You are broke at money level, at conviction level, even imagination, children of God. That's why there are people, they are children of God. Then others are children's with the word chew for eating and drain from draining the resources of the Lord. So they are children's. I decree and declare you will never be a children. Hallelujah. Don't argue with my English, it's spiritual. Say I will never be a children's. Be a children's. <laughs> at least at imagination level, child of God. When you sit down, you imagine yourself a bus has come, and you have paid for it cash, and it's labelled off. Wow. It's a gift to the. World. And you even say, don't mention that I'm the one. I'm the one who did it. Just at imagination level, you know what I mean? do you know the, the way poverty is? Just paper, paper. If you don't even have such imaginations, you are the one who is broke. So now, think about it. Are you broke? No. Do you ever imagine such things? The things you'll be doing for the Lord. (laughs) Ah, By the end of this service, you must be able to know whether you are broke or not. Be honest. If it doesn't cross your mind, hmm, you are broke not looking at what you have now. Because poverty can be a mentality. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> so God is looking for a man after his own heart. And the Lord has commanded him to be commander over his people. Because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. Let me tell you something. How many have bought, have bought my new book? The other truth is that We are all very replaceable. Mm -hmm. When the Lord was calling me to start this church, I thought I would start five years from the time he called me. But God came to me, and I'll cut the long story short, and he said to me, I'm going to give you a platform which was not yours. So there was such speed in my life, such speed, When marrying, I wanted to get married at 30. Meaning I would have still been a single guy by now. Yes. (laughs) Because that was my plan. But there was so much speed in my life. Sure, you know what I mean now. So much speed. Things started happening so fast. Because God had told me, that I'm supposed to start ministry. And what he specifically told me was that I'm going to give you a platform which was not yours. I heard that. I heard me at a spectacular calling. There was a fire burning in my room. Everywhere there was fire. And I saw trees around, but they were not being consumed. And a voice spoke from the fire and told me, I am going to give you a platform which was not yours, in a buzz voice. So I know God called me, me. You may not know it. Me. I was there when God was calling me. <laughs> That's why I'm not stressed. <laughs> Sometimes I stand here, and I tell you, I have no word, no prophecy. We dance, we dance, I preach, I go home. Doesn't make me any less cold. Because I was there when God was calling me. God spoke to me. Says, You <laughs> a man of God. This is, ministers, don't put yourself under pressure. You want to prophesy. God has not spoken. You will prophesy lie. True. What you need is integrity. You stand on. Listen, whenever I tell you I see this, I see this, it means I saw it. If I stand like this and I've not seen anything, I just said, I preached, you are blessed, let's go home. Hallelujah, Jesus is Lord. It's integrity. But people these days do things, it's because you're not convinced of your calling. I learned also that you don't have to prove that you are called, Because that becomes a temptation. That's a temptation that Jesus experienced. He said, if you are the son of God, Throw yourself so that the angels can catch you. Jesus didn't do it. Did did it make him any less of a son of God? Kylie, that's what I'm telling you. If you are the son of God, turn these stones into bread. Did he have the power to do it? Did he do it? Did it make him a child of some villager? It didn't make him any less of a child of God. You don't have to prove a point. Young ministers, be very careful. You need to learn to move by the Spirit and be content with how God is using you once you begin digging into greater dimensions of glory. And when they manifest, oh no. If there's nothing happening, just preach. Let the people be blessed by the word of God. How many of you get blessed on Sundays after you're done? You've learned something. Look at you. Have I prophesied to each of you individually? I sleep very well at home. <laughs> you should also know the boundaries of your calling. This is how Uza died that disorder. One time the Lord took me to heaven. And as I was walking with Him, I began to see anointings. And they were like high jumps great anointings. And the, you know, anointings are so attractive. And I remember, I was like, but Jesus is just walking with me. I'm seeing some cool stuff this side. Like those things, they were so attractive. Hey, you've seen something attractive? And I've seen my wife before. But I saw those things as well. I was like, the Lord Jesus was, I was like, so when he was walking in heaven, who does that? I sneaked out and there was an anointing it looked like Mm -hmm. there was an anointing and I wanted to jump on it and grab it then Jesus appeared in front of me me. (laughs) then he said don't give yourself a calling, an anointing I've not given you immediately the vision ended maybe that's why I was chased (laughs) because I was touching things I was not permitted to touch. When you go to heaven, stick to what the Lord has called you to do there. Hey, Amen. Yeah. Anyways, the point I make is I'm very comfortable. I know how God called me. You must be very comfortable, even in your skin. This is why people bleach skins now. Yeah. <laughs> I need to talk about Dr. Nkongolo, but what I'm saying is. People, people do things. If you are dark, that's fine. That's how God made you. You yeah. Should be comfortable with how God called you. Hallelujah. No. Oshile fire, do I kwe? But that time for two people. fire Amen. If your hair is short, you just trim it nicely, 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 chop. Praise the
1: Lord. Praise the Lord.
0: You can wear your weave, but don't wear it because you are ashamed of how short your hair is.
1: <clears throat> Sometimes there's nothing
0: you can do. I wanted to say something, but it is well. Hallelujah, children of God. Very, very comfortable. The way God uses me, I'm very, I'm very content. I'm not under pressure. Sometimes I see people, wow, on Facebook, YouTube, wow. Immediately, I just go back to study, they were of no good, and I preach it. Very happy. Me. Very happy. <laughs> I want you to say, very happy. Very happy. Say, me. Me. Very happy. Sometimes I look at how the Holy Spirit is using other people and what he's doing in their lives, and I'm amazed. I say, God, you are like an ocean. Your ways are past finding out. Yeah. And I listen and I listen and I'm like, what? and sometimes, sometimes when you're talking to me, I will not say a word. I remember one time a young man of God came to see me. He said, no, I want to see you, because I'm struggling in ministry, and I feel like God wants me to learn something from you. I said, oh, if you think I'm... Done some good things in ministry, you're welcome. So he came and he sat down and he began telling me about his journey, his story in ministry. He talked for about 40 minutes and I was just listening. And I asked him if he was done. I was just saying, Wow, wow. He told me amazing things. (laughs) You know, when I'm among men of God, normally I listen. Wow.
1: Wow. Learning
0: that. I listen and or even me, the encounter. Mm, just <laughs> listen. Wow. Wow. I don't have to prove if I tell them the encounters I had. Eh, how that bless me. Wow. But I listen to all their stories. Wow. Amazing. I love the way the Lord is using you. You think I have not seen a fly in the spirit?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh <my. laughs>
0: no we want to be like you when we grow up man of god then afterwards we go so that young man talked and he talked (laughs) and then i said thank you so much i would like to see you again there are some other people who are here to see me then he looked at me like this i said yeah yeah i asked him because I liked him. You know the Bible says Jesus looked at the young man and he loved him. I looked at him and I loved him. I said, so you've been talking the whole time. Have you learned anything? <laughs> he said, uh, no. I said, good. That's your first lesson. Learn to listen. Yes. him, sit down, learn, listen. If you've gone to seek help from someone, then you preach to them, then you walk out empty. This is why some of us, when we visit uh, ministers of the, of the gospel that have gone before us, we keep quiet the whole time and just ask questions, take notes. This is what you should, let me tell you this, never be intimidated by anybody's success. That's what I'm just trying to tell you. I remember when I was young in first year. What would happen in first year is we would go to a study group. And when you go to a study group, I would get intimidated by people speaking English. I can't relate. I'm not sure that, I'm And these people would talk and talk. And then I'm realizing I don't know that case. I don't know that principle. So you know what I started doing? I stopped going for study groups. I studied on my own. And by the grace of God, I would pass. Because I discovered a lesser wisdom. The lesser wisdom was you need to understand how well you function, even in school. There are some people who function better when they are, you know, having discussions with others. Then there are those who function better when they are studying on their own. Yeah. I discovered God allowed me to function in that, in, in that inferior dimension of wisdom because that's what I could, um, I could manage. I would be intimidated by other people's intelligence. But when I grew up, God now taught me this. He says, when you go there to a study group, sit. Learn everything they know. Then you go back and add what you know. It will benefit you. (laughs) I said, wow. That's why the Bible says, to him who has, more will be given. Then the one who has, even the little he has. One way in which people who have more are given more, is their capacity to absorb. I was just telling you like this. With at least a little more word of God I know. A little more. Maybe slightly more than a few of you. I can sit down, read the Bible and cry. Not because I'm reading something for preaching to you. But something for my own. On Sunday, I can read the Bible and and get emotional by the things I'm learning. It shows you my capacity to absorb. Meanwhile, you just get a scripture, sit in the KJV, KJV, and to continue. (laughs) Why didn't you get the NLT at least? (laughs) Get the NLT, get the NIV, understand the Bible. We absorb. Are you listening to me? So learn to just sit there and listen, take notes. How many students are here? You've learned something, right? Yes. Excellent. Never be intimidated by anybody's intelligence. And there are people who want to, to show you that they know. Just listen. If they get it correct, say, wow, that's the correct thing. Excellent. And if you want to say something, they show another method, say, wow, yes, I like this. How did you go here? Oh, I see. Okay. Ah, this is okay. Then yeah. you, you have plus yours, plus those two methods. Hey. Who is more dangerous? Yeah. Do you see why the Bible says it gives more grace to the humble? Yes. Wow. Wow. Because if you are humble, it means you are in a position to receive. Are you listening to me? Muli mua shamfu mu Kalenda wa fi to fio se Ea Yesu uh, MULIM mua shamfu Kalenda wa fi to se Hey, what I'm telling you will make you a good leader. Yes, that's my word. If you can't be intimidated by someone, then you can lead them. Oh, yes. Wow. Someone in your house, if shepherd comes to me and tells me, I got six points. Me, I didn't get six points. I got whatever I got. (laughs) Then I'm intimidated. I will be so proud of him. Buy him a car. In grade 12. (laughs) Without fear. Because I will tell him, I've given you enough wisdom. You're not like all these kids. Drive this car, you deserve it. You're a smart boy. huh? Can't be intimidated. If you can't be intimidated by someone, you're qualified to be their lead. Because leadership is not about being more intelligent than others. It's about gathering their intelligence, so that through their intelligence you can shine. Ah. When people look at the deco, they look at the TV, they look at the instruments, they they say, Pastor Daniel's church. They don't say, "Mm, Rocky is bad news. (laughs) (laughs) Only God says that. I can't be intimidated by any of you. I'm so blessed by your testimonies. So blessed. I mean, I'm so, oh my goodness. Hallelujah. So we are looking at the curious case of David here. God was searching for a man after his own heart. And this is what the Bible tells us in the curious case of David. We are going to look at what qualified David to be a man after God's own heart. Because these are the things that are going to qualify you to be a leader. The foundation and bedrock for our discussion has mainly been, number one, that anybody can be a leader. And that number two, you don't need a title to be a leader. And number three, that leaders are not, not all leaders are born. Many are made. And what i'm telling you as well is this that these things i'm teaching you these are the things that qualify you to be chosen by god to graduate from being called to being chosen this stuff so somebody say i'm paying attention attention. the bible says now david was the son of jesse And the man was old, advanced in years, in the days of Saul. The three oldest sons of Jesse had gone to follow Saul to the battle. The names of his three sons who went to the battle were Eliab, the firstborn next to him, Abinadab, and the third Shammah. David was the youngest, and the three oldest followed Saul, that is, to the battle. But David occasionally went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. And the Philistine drew near and presented himself 40 days, morning and evening. Then Jesse said, Somebody asked a question about 40 in a certain group. But I don't think they responded when they got to their answers. Machako responded, Thank you, I've learned something. Hmm? Then Jesse said to his son David, take now for your brothers an ephah of, of this dried grain and these ten loaves, and run to your brothers at the camp, and carry these ten cheeses, okay? <laughs> to the captain of their thousand, and see how your brothers fare, and bring back news of them. Now, we're learning some things about David, and when I underline them, you tell me a principle that you learn. Now, so And they, so and they, now so and they, and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah, fighting with the Philistines. David rose early in the morning is the first sentence I have underlined. What does that mean? If David rose early in the morning, raise your hand. Don't say choruses like you're in church. That's what they tell you in class. Uh What principle do you learn there from David? David david rose early in the morning or i do randomly (laughs) okay david rose early in the morning i'm coming to you (laughs) what principle do you derive from there
1: that a leader is supposed to wake up early in the morning and not just be sleeping.
0: So a leader is... Now you write those things down because we want to see how to be chosen by God. We want to find out why was David cho- chosen. And when we read the Bible, we begin to see some of the reasons why God had chosen David. And we have learned he rose early in the morning. Number one, what we are learning is that a leader is not given to sleep. Now, there are people who say, what are your hobbies? Sleeping. You are seeing your destiny slip through your dreamless sleeps. I've always warned you against saying, oh, boring." how dare you insult a day you never created. If you are feeling like there's nothing to do, just sit down, sleep, wake up, and do something productive. Me, I say, calling a day that you never created boring is an insult or an act of the highest order of ignorance. That one, it's boring. Hey. Okay, wow. So the other principle you learn from there is that leaders are punctual. And it could be such small things as these which determine whether David will be appointed as a king or not. <clears throat> Meaning the other brothers were rejected because they would never wake up early when their father talked to them. i say, I'll do it. <laughs> Meanwhile, they don't know that God is watching. Listen, I tell you that waking up early in the morning to come to church is not a function of the bus will leave me. That is as a result of your personal conviction about your relationship with God. When you believe that God is watching me and he is observing my life, you will wake up early. Some of you need to push your buses to the extent that you should never come here at nine hours. You should say, no, 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 no. By 8.45 latest, we should be there. But you have to be dragged. He woke up early in the morning. I told you a story of how one time I was walking to church in Bala. I was only 18. I didn't know I would run a church called the House of the Faith Church. That was more than 10 years ago. 10 years ago, did you ever think you'd be here yourself? It, me too. <laughs> and I was walking very casually to church, and I heard the voice of God hospital As I was going down there, I heard the voice of God and he said, What a seed for your own ministry. And I knew exactly what it meant. I ran. ba kumbala but it Supersonic. I reached it. And many people had still not yet come. I didn't know I was, I was going to have a ministry. Listen, some of these things, God has gone, you, you are here, have you seen where you are? God has moved in the future, in time, from here to here. And there's a debate as to who should be who here. Because in the future, there's a crisis. They need a leader for the times. God is in 2040. God is in 2038 and is looking at okay, who can do this? Who can do this? Says, ah, okay, let's give them tests and times. The ones who are going to pass the test of time, the time of waking up early, they are the ones we are going to give this organization. Because as at this time, this organization will be too critical. We cannot give a person who, through their consistency, has become lazy. Remember that guy I told you? The guy who was a pot belly did not wake up suddenly. Boom. Oh. Do you want to even know it started with just, you know, always drinking alcohol, always drinking alcohol. <laughs> then the next thing you are realizing is three months later, the shit is not fixing. So that drop by drop, that consistency is building something in you that cannot be reversed. It will take a lot to reverse that consistency. That, that character and personality you built through time. Mm-hmm. So God decides, no, this institution, no, no. So let's give them tests. Huh? Then they go back here. Your pastor preaches, don't be too late for church. You are just like.
1: <laughs>
0: what you don't know is that it's not me you are touching. You are touching your destiny, you're touching your destiny. And your life here is arguing against you. So God was observing David. And one of the things God loved about David was that he was punctual. How, how do you manage to go to work on time. But here, you're just like, ah, let me do my makeup first. Ma, I need to do, do your makeup. And if it's a guy, we don't even know what you're doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> guys, you, as a guy, you can even do it just like a one soap, one water. You've reached. But you still... You still manage to come late. It's your future you are touching. Look, brothers and sisters, there's a future at stake. Tell someone, shake them, say there's a future at stake. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's go. So David rose early in the morning. The next point, somebody read, what did he do? What do you learn there? Yes, woman of God. (laughs) What I questioned that that he learned is that he
1: was responsible enough to leave the sheep with some.
0: Clap for her. Clap for her. Clap for her. He just didn't start off. Then. Bam to me in a phone. Hello David, did you leave your ship Christopher? Oh, yeah. You're even rhyming. As if you're cleaning. Sometimes the fact that you're forgotten, especially things to do with God, is a testimony of how unseriously you take those things don't think, saying, I forgot, then heaven will be like, we understand. That's what I was telling the super teens. I was rebuking some of them. I told them, come with a pen and a paper. Some of them just came. So I was encouraging them with this same thing. I was telling them, would you ever forget to go with books to school? (laughs) Why? Sarah, why wouldn't you forget to Come with books at school. And why do you want to write? So that I can remember. Mm-hmm. So the only reason why someone would not want to write at church, what would it be? <laughs> no, listen. You may not say it, but your life is screaming it. You can be, I'm teaching you this because some of you don't write down notes. You, you, you can come to church like this, then you have a sense that the sermon was deep. But then you go back and you can't remember what depth. There's just a shallowness that has remained. You are like, ah, what he taught. What did he teach? Hmm? The reason why people take notes in class, that responsibility, that responsibleness, is because they don't want to fail an exam. Because they are aware there's an exam. But you think it's a joke that there are exams of life? You think it's a joke that you're going to write an exam in this life? That's why you don't come. No, if you did, you'd have had an entire diary for just church notes. I'm talking to those old, old members, you who are new, Don't worry, this is not for you, because I know next week you will prepare. (laughs) Whoever you see without a note but they are new. Don't judge them. (laughs) So what do you learn there? He was responsible. Yes, you want to say something? Okay, how might?
1: From the first point, David rose early in the morning. He tells me that a person, for him to wake up early in the morning, there is something that is important to interview. Because you know that getting up in
0: the morning. In other words, the other point is he took his father's work seriously. It was important to him. The way you wake up for the exam, you can't even sleep. You, have been, Insomnia. you are trying to tell us that this thing is important. Listen. This thing is, is as important that it deserves a loss of sleep. Yes. Okay. Wow.
1: Let's go. Preach with me, my son.
0: Mm-hmm. Left the ship with the keeper. Mm-hmm. So which means David was a shepherd and that was his duty. He left his duty mm-hmm. with the keeper mm-hmm. of the same ship. So like imagine for example Cafe. where are you? Ah daddy I don't know, did you tell anyone to come play the keyboard for you? Uh, I talked to Konkomaki. Okay. It shows you that you are irresponsible and you are not fit to be a leader in God's eyes. Now you are bringing same one to your friends. Let's go. Look what you have done. Hey Semo. The
1: third point. No, 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 I haven't gotten there. No, this one. When has Jesse...
0: no, 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 I haven't gotten there. Thank you. Clap for him. <laughs> Powerful. Powerful. My son is on fire. Hmm? Let's go. I'm still coming to the artists because you've brought me there and I like it. So he was responsible. What are you responsible over? Nothing!
1: Uh,
0: Yes, yes, Minister.
1: My friend. Um, Thank you. In the first
0: lesson,
1: you told us that a good leader knows how to delegate. So when he left the sheep with the keeper, that that
0: shows that he could delegate. He would delegate. But like I said, you need to be comfortable in your own skin. So me, I would say he would delegate. <laughs> That's excellent. Yes. Are, are you taking all those notes? Because look, this is not just some conversation. I am trying, we are trying to discover through the scriptures what makes some people called and for others to be chosen. In the same group, you were all called, but others get chosen. Hmm. It's petty things like those. You've never been responsible over one soul. You've gone through discipleship class. You love church. You've never helped anyone grow spiritually. You are the one who's always feeding. Always feeding. No one comes to see me. No one comes to see me. No one takes care of me. Me, no one calls Me, me, me. Me that's what made satan fall. the me concept it says i will lift my throne i walk among the fiery word of god and i will be like the most high ah, god said okay, go it can be the simple thing it's your daily routine yes please give I Mike.
1: mic um. So he
0: also told us that a good leader is able to teach someone their job. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what you see there. Yes. He may have taught that guy how to do it. He says my sheep like going that side. Yes. So please don't go this side, go that side. So a good leader can teach others to do the same job. I like that. Anybody else? Yes, yes. Oh, sorry, I pointed late at you. There's one at the back there, table.
1: From the press point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh-huh. That means a leader also has responsibility. He's not just responsible, he has responsibilities. I like that. Are you writing all these things down? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I- Let's go, Sani. Yes, yes. Some people, I like that. Some people, just one duty, they are overwhelmed. No, I can't manage. I'm just one responsibility. One. No, this chance... <laughs> I was doing something. <laughs> One responsibility. Do you know what the, where the problem is? The problem is that you lack a spirit of excellence. That's the problem. Let me explain it this way. What the Bible says is Daniel had a spirit of excellence. Now, excellence is not just your suit is on point. No, 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 no. Excellence, that could be a part of it, but it's in the mindset that insists that you iron your suit. That's where the excellence starts from. And that requires labor. Daniel was in charge of hundred and twenty provinces. And he never said, kingdom, No. No. What you need listen, don't feel insulted. What you need to do is ask God, Lord, put in me a spirit of excellence. I remember one time when I was about to go to Ziali, I told my my my, my ex-girlfriend, she's now my wife. <laughs> I told my girlfriend then, I said, no, so as you can see now, it's going to get busy. I'm sure I produce all the statistics about how people fail at Ziyari and all the evidence. And you know me, when I'm teaching, I don't speak from without. I like her evidence. She listened to me like a young man I was listening. And she just told me. Your life is just going to get any busier. I'm not going to be a part of this year. We are not going to be together for longer and blah, blah, blah. If you can't manage us now, you are not going to manage us in the future. I'd always believed I'm a wise guy, but at that point, I was challenged. just one camera shop. No, this girl, I'm pushing phones, but she also wants attention. One shop. (laughs) For some, it's one business transaction, which is in the pipelines. It's in the pipelines even. You can't manage your relationship. (laughs) The problem is that you lack a spirit of excellence. And all you do is you say, Lord, excellence, Mr. Daniel. That's how I said, okay, fine. So I was managing a number of things: school, ministry, and an entire girlfriend. Oh, I knew? Wanted her attention. <laughs> and soon attention. And all the ladies said, <laughs> Okay, one should fire. one should fire. You can't be in a relationship and say, I need some space. I don't know why this is only bothering on men. <laughs> I'm coming, ladies, I'm coming. You can't. You can't. she be there. Mm. When no one was forcing you to say, to have and to hold," you didn't think holding is for like this. (laughs) Sterling, she looked so pretty a few days ago. She always does. So she was about to take a picture. And Kashepad (laughs) came. (laughs) Rah! I don't know, my son believes is like a spare part of my wife. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is, if you're going to have a child, (laughs) you can't say I want some spare. What do you mean break for what? No one was forcing you to say I do. (laughs) (laughs) They will hold you. It doesn't matter if she's not looking good. She has to be part of the photo. So, leaders have their responsibility, but they can take up other responsibilities and they will not complain. I want you to put your, your hand on your head and say, I, I have, have the, spirit the spirit of excellence. Say it again, say, I have the spirit of excellence. I One of my leaders was telling me, No, I've got a lot of responsibilities at church. I'm getting a bit overwhelmed. I said, mm, I was listening. Mm. <laughs> then I said, if you think you've got many responsibilities, just look at me. That's mm. how the conversation finished. Yeah. <laughs> do you know how many responsibilities I have here? There are few groups I'm not a part of. <laughs> you think that's not overwhelming? You know what I decided to do? I decided to stop getting overwhelmed. I was not going to manage. <clears throat> How do you stop getting overwhelmed? You decide to stop. All right. He took the things and went as Jesse had commanded him. What have you learned here, Mrs. Pierce? Let's go, let's go. Say that again. Full obedience, I like that. So when God was trying to look at who would be king in that interview, on the score sheet there was submission and obedience. You can't be your own man. There's this self-made what rubbish that I've seen a lot. It's just pride. Whatever I even learned on the internet, I just took myself to the internet, someone wrote those things. And I tell you, if you are dating a man who is not accountable, you are in trouble. Mm. A man who is their own, they, that man is the alpha and the omega of Yay. their life. Wow. They don't even fear their pastor. They're just like, ah! Say what? At least he needs, if he, if he hears that pastor was looking for him, he should say you should you should be like "Hmm, what have i done (laughs) it's accountability and you know that's what marriage does to you as well there's something when when your wife tells you we need to talk "Ah." it was not me it was not (laughs) anyone else it doesn't matter but i remember one time i was walking in the house and my wife said sit we need to ah i said no ah no i've been through a lot in this life (laughs) you don't know the demons I've cast out you don't know the battles are fought. There's just, that's what marriage means also. It means you must be accountable. You just can't be your own man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, when you reach, you need to be. Oh, what I'm telling you is actually biblical. Because the Bible says, kill, deaden, put to death, all the what? All the animal impulses lurking in your members. All those animal impulses, Nemo, feel pride. So, I'm not out of the Bible what I'm telling you. How does a husband, I don't know if you've been reading what has been happening. How does a husband beat his wife to death? Were you married to a human being or to a baboon. <laughs> I also read another story of someone, they beat up someone and they packed them in a suitcase. How many read that thing? And another w- w- guy who took his wife to his father and shot her there. Who, 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 who? I'm telling you things that are happening. What you married? Was it a human being? But you see, the Bible. This is why we're wondering. The Bible says, "In the last days, men's hearts will grow cold, and their hearts will fail them because of the wickedness." People's hearts have become so wicked that you can't tell a difference between them and an the animal. How do you take what? <laughs>
1: That's
0: why the Bible says the heart of man is desperately wicked. Desperately wicked. That's why everybody needs to get saved. So, anybody else? Yes, Deaconess, quickly. Um, I think I'll say
1: Oh. No, I think it helps me. with the
0: recording. Alright, I think for me what I observed here is that he went without hesitation and one thing that you have told us
1: some time back is that delayed obedience is not obedience.
0: So God, it's quickly, the moment you are instructed, not, ah, first, you know, you need to have some people in life. The moment that they call you, immediately you pick up and you are ready to say, to stop what you're doing, unless you are in a, maybe in an exam room." There are people when they say, "Ah, can you assist me with this?" Their wish is your command. I'm talking about people, not God." Immediately, at least in this kingdom you should have some of those people. Not, "Ah,, very poor. What are you even thinking about? You see, what I'm telling you is the way you are behaving towards your father, God is observing because that's how you would behave towards him. If you can't obey your father instantly, he knows that was a problem that's so hard. He told him, go and kill everybody there. He went and killed a few, got some goats. So he knew that this disobedience started. What are you watching? Ladybug. <laughs> That's why I mean, I believe in. Why are you watching Ladybug? Ladybug quite an <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen the kalomba that Ladybug <laughs> Anyways, maybe I'm just a villager, but <laughs> I get creeped out, as in Ladybug. With so the lumba, man. Like. Na katabalek bag na kanoif. Na kafundiman ano kafundiman. Evo kaay duwag ka sambay na y ipwe. I'll allow one last person here. Deliwe. Thank you, Dan. I think Derek had ordered for him to wake up early in the morning living in sheep with somebody and then also doing as he was commanded by this. The summarizer. Yeah. 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 The summarizer. You, you see, God is not looking up. God, God is very funny. He's about to choose. He's not looking for no how deep you are in the prophetic, your kind of dreams. He's looking for some of the pettiest of things. How orderly are you? When, when I go to your room right now, <laughs> <laughs> I told you of a story of a friend of mine who's, who pingilat God. Today, I will worship you today. If you have you ever a God today, I will pray you. Then he went, he was even on his knees, bah, lifted up his holy hands, then God said, uh, first clean your room."
1: <laughs>
0: ah, we laughed at him. Do <laughs> <To> like testifying? <laughs> that order! How orderly are you? science Back at physics. Do you feel disqualified? (laughs) Mm -hmm. No Kylie, everything is education, so... Look, you, you are here. God is some years in the future. So he's looking about somebody who can properly keep accounts. So to judge you, they are trying to look at your books. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh are you sure? What? Do you, are
1: you
0: making a good leader? No, you make amends, you make amends, you make amends. Amen. I Amen. black. <laughs> then, I orange. <laughs> then Nafwala, Aka crazy green <laughs> <laughs> Naka Cape <laughs> ka Magenta Nangwaka Paper. i Even confident about this. Damn. Just a champion song is playing as you are walking in your. God is just looking and said,
1: Yeah. Then the-,
0: the angels crack a joke at you. Court of many colors. <laughs> <laughs> order. And if you want to understand more about order, I taught about it. So you just go to my previous sermons. Amen. Amen. And went as Jesse had commanded him. That means he was also obedient, right? You wanted to say something? Please give her a mic. I'm going to take the last one. Oh, if our leader has also asked. Who are we? Thank you, Dad. Uh, so, from the, from the last one, I have learned that our leader did not just want to he also wanted to serve mm-hmm. as a leader. Excellent. Thank Excellent. <laughs> leader. Thank you for
1: this opportunity, Pastor. My contribution is that uh if he was able to do as David, I mean the father had commanded him, he got instructions uh, clearly, so get instructions
0: Chinese or what? <laughs> you see, petty things like that, but your incapacity to get instructions clearly. Sometimes you can be in church like this. We are giving instructions about the calendar. You're not writing, that's not for you. But you're a member of this church. You're sitting like this. Then when you say, Oh, it's today. Ha! Ah, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You'll find me. So I like that one. Get instructions clearly. And he came to the camp as the army was going out to the fight and shouting for battle. For Israel and the Philistines had drawn up in battle array. Army against army. Next part. And David left his supplies in the hand of the supply keeper. What have you learned? I've highlighted that one. David left his supply in the hand of the supply keeper. Where's Pushing like a project? Gerard, <laughs> defend your friend. And David left his supplies in the hand of the supply keeper. What do you make of that as a leadership nugget? So David left his supplies in the hand of the supply keeper. So he had some things. So before he went to see his brothers, he left them with someone to take care of them. What do you think about David for having done that? (laughs) Okay. You've already said die? Yeah. Okay. No. (laughs) You can't wear such a nice tie and not repeat. I hear, in many ministries, band members go out. I think this is the reason, <laughs> because the pastor is at them. Rocky, my son, please, defend your brothers.
1: <laughs> OK. Yeah. You, uh, uh? They said that the function of a leader is to make leaders. Mm-hmm. So he was trying to make a leader out
0: of the guy. Out of the guy. <laughs> you are so close. I like that one. I like that one. Anyone else, before I go to the public? He left the supplies. What do you think about someone who leaves things in the hands of other people? Kurga.
1: Meaning you must build a level of trust as a leader in other
0: people. I like that one. It's a, it's, a, it's a bit unusual, but it means you must be able to build trust in other people. You know, the Bible says love believes the best out of everyone. So this is the reason why we try by all means to help people even if we find them in the worst of places. There are people who have done things that they're not even proud to talk about. Sometimes we know, sometimes we don't know. But when we discover, we don't shut them down. We do the best we can do, but our aim is to help them continue in their destiny. Because we're trying to show them that love believes the best of everyone. Anyone else? Yes, yes, my sister there. There's my sister there, right there, in there. Straight where my hand is. Yes, the one who's standing. Thank you. I like that. Not you. I'm the one here. You. Allow other people to help you with your responsibilities. One last person. Job, you want to redeem yourself. I'm going to allow two more. Give Job, then give uh, Masasi there. Raise your hand, Masasi.
1: Uh, I think this one is also the same with the, the previous one. It mm-hmm. uh, was very particular about the people that he gave his other responsibility. Mm-hmm.
0: So, for example, for the sheep, he gave to the keeper of the sheep. So he knew that he had the capacity to handle that responsibility. And for the supplies that was given, he gave the keeper of the supplies. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Sometimes leadership means knowing who to give what. For example, there are some some cases I would give Minister Mono to handle. If, let's say, I'm not asking you to sing a certain song, it's because I know if you sing it, maybe there's a way to come out. That's the reason why maybe I'm going to give Karen to sing it. But maybe if I want a certain demon cast out, I will not send Karen. You are the one I'm going to send. It just means I understand how each of you function. I would develop you to be a good singer, but maybe I will not force you to... I will not force you to be at a certain level so that maybe after you sing, I don't feel a certain way. You get my point? So it's also knowing who can handle. I like that. That's brilliant. All right. Masasi. Thank you, um, From what I see in this scripture is that he was able
1: to interact with
0: people because for you to know all these people, for him to know all these persons, exactly i remember there was one time i like that that's brilliant you should be interactive so god was looking for all those things i remember there was one time in 2018 when deaconess wandy's car broke down she even called uh brother Sampa at the time and what they needed was a wheel span at east park and they were stuck (laughs) because they didn't have a wheel span both of them are not interactive So when I was there, I was like, okay, wait, stand here. I'm the one who went and talked to the taxi drivers and even knew them by name, got the span, (laughs) and they did what they were supposed to do. But imagine, so in that case, I was an interactive one. You see what I mean? Akansoni. That's the Hebrew phrase for don't be shy. You can die in Bula. So, what you don't want, Woolah is a bad place in the Hebrew. So, what you don't want, just talk to people at Pachinsocham Novetapof Mankalam Ai. Pachinsocham Novetapof Mankalam Ai. Who knows this proverb? Joab. Which one? Joab. Pachinsocham Novetapof Mankalam Ai. Huh? Iyekulia, but you a villager. This one, but <laughs> That means there's no there's no lion on your friend's face to eat you. So approach them. So talking to me, be interactive. Let me also give you a challenge. Get to know people by name. Not that, oh, I'm trying to put the face to the name, or whatever the people say. <laughs> why didn't you do it? When you're doing enrich, know them by name. Say, Sandra, how are you? You say, oh, why, you remembered my name? Yeah, I know you. <laughs> Not that, hey, how are you? Hey. <laughs> listen, I'm giving you an assignment, each of you members of this ministry by the time we are done with this service, which is a few minutes from now, I want you to know five people by name that you don't know, not just you and your clique, you and Chilambwe, and Chivale you just know each other like that, no fine, if people come to greet you, even you, don't be difficult Chimwemwe Or oh, she wanted to say something. You, leaders are obedient, right? Yes. Are you going to be obedient to my instruction? Yes. Excellent.
1: One more, one more thing that I learned about David is that he wasn't careless. Most of us tend to give everything everywhere. Mm-hmm. David was not careless. He The soap
0: is in the pot. The pot is in the soap. Excellent. Are you learning all those things? Are you noticing that all those things, which is the most powerful thing I'm about to get to? I'll get there. There was a hand that I saw there. Was that Stephanie? Had you raised your hand? Oh, okay. All right. One last one. Let's finish this thing. Thank
1: you, Pastor. You want
0: to redeem yourself? Ah! Let's go. Hey, are you enjoying this? See, what I'm teaching you is I'm taking you into the mind of God. Let's go. So, in the army, I'm sure there's a supply keeper, so he wasn't going to be moving around with all the things that he had. So, he ended up leaving his things with someone who was in charge of those things because that's the procedure in the army. So, you want a cable. Let's imagine you want a cable. You jump everyone, you come to Pastor No, Pastor. It's not <laughs> firstly, you pass the deacons. Oh, firstly, you have passed yourself. <laughs> then you go to the deacon, you pass, you pass everyone. You just come to me. Well, that's what happened when Sata became president. Everyone, because he promised them the world. They were saying, no, we want president to come fix our chimbusu. <laughs> In the village, Sata, permanent secretary, World, world Councillor, MP. Leave all those people. Just go to the office of the president mm, to fix the toilet. <laughs> Somebody said protocol. protocol. It's just important. You stand here. You just can't say, "Hello, children of God, I have a testament." No. It's just protocol. There are people who are who are older than you in age. There are people who are. Who are leaders over you? You say, I'm grateful for the opportunity to stand here. And also you are standing before children of God at least to say, it's an opportunity for me to stand before this amazing crowd of many children of God and just share with Be humble. <laughs> okay, let's go. You'll be the last one since you want to redeem yourself. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Oh, just stand, tell us. Yes sir. I think there is uh um mm-hmm. trust in the simplicity. If I read or let's I have a church program and I have a p at the same time, I'll think of the person that have trust and not uh one I think Not just one, so if they ever excellent all right and all the men of Israel when they saw the man fled from him, so the man of Israel said, have you seen this man, blah, 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 will give him riches, you know the whole story, whoever will kill Goliath, uh, the king will give him a lot of riches, and he will give him his wife, um, will give him his daughter. David said, whoa, whoa, whoa. what? <laughs> I'm sure he didn't care about the other parts. When he just said king's daughter, he said, he's a dead man. <laughs> he's a dead man. <laughs> King's daughter, Igra Anzdu, he's a dead man. Okay. People hate taxes. eh? Then David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, What shall be done for the man who kills the Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine? And the people answered him in this manner, saying, So shall it be done for the man who kills him? Now, I want you to look at this. Now, Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men, and Eliab's anger was aroused against David, and he said, why did you even come down here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? The question is here, why did God not choose Eliab? Are you able to see that reason? This is how he's speaking of his father. And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? What do we learn about Eliab there? Pride, uh huh. Yes, my sister at the centre, I like you already. I didn't hear.
1: There
0: are a few sheep. <laughs> exactly. I saw there. Uh, Daniel, just stand sir, quickly. He was disrespectful and he looked down on his father's property. Stand quickly shout. Um, what
1: I'm saying is that uh, I understand how powerful So you knew that once understands what is going
0: on in that you have Uh So in other words, why God did not choose this guys? is because he was intimidated and insecure. You can't be a leader who is intimidated and insecure. You become a dictator, and people will be dying quickly. Okay. On the part where he's. About uh, say, say what you learn. Saying say that few, you say mm-hmm. few sheep, and we are told that if uh, you can't, God can't entrust you with little, then He can't give you more. So you're already undermining. one the few. And the few. Wow. So there was no possibility
1: of being entrusted.
0: He can't, you can't be a king. All right. Are you writing all those things down? If you're not writing them down, where are you rushing to? Okay. What are you going to do when you go home? so that <laughs> so you sit and listen and learn the Bible then says and David said what have I done now is there not a cause what do we learn about David from here? <laughs> when you look at the tone of how he expressed himself he did not insult him he just said no there's a reason why I'm asking are you saying that so that also tells you that the kind of qualities that God is looking for are those qualities whereby you do not do it for that. The fact that someone has insulted you does not mean you should insult them back. Say those few sheep, you are the one who ate the In fact before you came to the Hammy. <laughs> I was there, I have the Instagram pictures, when you were applying with your, with your own. I was there. Hey, you shut up. Hey, no, I won't shut up. I know you, Eliab. You're just full of jealous. No, 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 no. <laughs> then he turned from him towards another and said the same thing. What do you learn there? He walks away from trouble. It's not every fight that you should fight as a leader. Yeah. There are some fights you concede and you say, "Ah, we." Everybody says sorry. sorry. The ladies say it's easier. The men, who? <laughs> so sometimes you just need to concede. Oh, I'm sorry. Or you just turn away from the fight. You just walk away from the trouble. It's strength to be able to do that. Not every battle is for your fighting. Hallelujah. Yeah. Then David said to say to Saul, "Let no man's heart fail because of him." What do you learn about good leaders there? That they are encouraging. Every time for you, it's ah, a Oh, eh. Hey. Hmm? Inca- the Bible says of David, he encouraged himself in the Lord. So God is also just he's not just looking for men of courage, but yeah. men who can encourage others. You find the correct word and you build someone up. Hallelujah. Yes. But also you learn to encourage yourself. It's not every time that someone will come and say everything will be fine. Sometimes they will all be saying, ha. You must be able to encourage yourself. I'll be fine. This thing will pass. You read about David, David would say things like, Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. It means he was encouraging himself to do the right thing. He says, Forget, says, My soul, why art thou cast down? He would talk to himself. That man cannot be discouraged. He'll always find his way up. People, once one thing happens, bedridden one week, Nishi, I've just been feeling low. You can't lead people. There are sometimes people, people do things. When you make it, discovery discover what they said, behind that your back, ah, oh, yeah, what they did. You can't lead them. Sometimes you just have to say, what? This is what they could say, and you've discovered it's the truth. Anyways, they had the opportunity to do the wrong thing. I hope they were happy. You move on with your life. You want money. manage. Esther, that point you made, good leaders don't take everything to heart. Hallelujah. But they're also encouraging. Let no man's heart fail him because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. That means they are courageous. Sometimes they are willing to fight. You touch my wife, I touch you. There are some fights you should be willing to have. (laughs) Not everything is just for letting them to pass. Sometimes you know that, no. sometimes the devil just comes. You must be willing to fight. What I've been going through for the past three years. Sometimes you need to say, okay, Satan, you take your seed, you take your fast. I'll deal with you. You've looked for him even in the compartment of hell is fine. You've found you cut at him. And you tell him, I will be back. <laughs> End of part one. <laughs> he will never forget you. Sometimes you must be willing to fight. Somebody say fight. Mm. There are some people you should fight for, some relationships you should fight to keep. There's a time for fighting. At times when you need to fight for that thing that you believe in. Somebody say fight. (laughs) But David went to Saul. He was about to be discouraged. That Don't go. He's too big for you. 35. He's giving a testimony. Then he says, there are things that I did. When a lion attacked a lamb, one of my sheep, the Bible says, He's testifying. And I went after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it rose out against me, I caught it by its beard and struck it and killed it. That's a lion. Don't lose people to demons. Don't lose, listen, even in ministry, don't lose people to error easily unless they want to be lost. There are are some of you where you've been attacked, but because you are my sheep, I come with all my legal jaws. I'll beat you first when we go back to our office, but first you are in trouble. So I'll go after the enemy and do everything in my powers to make sure you are safe. And afterwards, I'll now suspend you nicely, privately. (laughs) Are you seeing that? David never allowed a lion to eat one lamb one lamb he would attack the lion for doing it imagine a lion there are some powers you yourself must deal with because you have touched one of your family members Mm -mm. (laughs) hallelujah and then he goes on to say I caught it by its beard and struck it and killed it that makes you a good pastor Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the power of the lion and from the power of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this this Philistine. What you learn there, number one, is that a good leader keeps the testimonies of God. The same God who helped you pass grade 7, grade 9 and grade 12 who helped you in university, he has now seared you. Anaku no, no, no. no. Sometimes you need to sit down and say, I should have died when we had that accident. I should have died. Not when you survived that accident and you are healed, then you, where was God? Huh? You were supposed to be saying thank you. you, you were. Are you listening to me? Keep your testimonies. Oh, the other thing you notice here is good leaders do not rub God from the picture of their victories. They just don't say, uh, like, 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 you know what, motivational speaker say, hard work, discipline, and focus. You don't forget God. He remembered God. Are you seeing that? That's what good leaders do. Let's conclude this now. Who is a good leader in the household of faith church? By the way, I said all these things to say, the dangerous point I was about to share with you. That a good leader in the sight of God is not a gifted leader, but is a leader who has character. Because everything we've talked about surrounds character, not gifting. Nobody has got the gift of responsibility, nobody has got the gift of trust, nobody has got the gift of killing lions, nobody has got that gift. God is looking for character to choose leaders. Brothers and sisters, everything I've taught you, is there a place for, you? is there a title there for you to be a leader? Is there an appointment for you to be a leader from the things you've learned? First, rule your life, lead your life. That's what we're trying to bring to your attention. Now, in the context of the Household of Faith Church, who is a leader here? Number one, one who is born again, saved. Number two, one who has undergone discipleship classes. You are not a leader if you have not undergone discipleship classes. Number three, one who serves faithfully in a department. Don't be a ghost department member. You are just there for being there. If you feel like you're not fitting in, change your department. Don't be a frustration when people see your name. No one has even saved your name. It just shows in like a grey way because you are always quiet. Why? You even know that I don't have a proper reason. Inshallah, be serious. Four. One who belongs to a cell group and participates therein. Five, one who partners with the church financially and tithes. Six, one who follows programs and knows the ends and objectives of the ministry and actively follows the calendar. Seven, one who attends church services regularly and brings others to church as well. Are you ashamed of this church? No. Why do you come alone? Because... Huh? I'm giving you responsibility this year. Before this year ends, you must... You should be able to say, I brought ten people to church. Last year it was five. The glory does not move in reverse. I I don't know if you've written this. And I'm not talking to the leaders, those who have positions. I'm talking to every member. You should be responsible for ten people coming to church. At the close of this year, I know for some of you this is just a threshold, God bless you, but averagely everyone must be responsible for ten people. Some of them even need to write their names down, and don't write names down for people you know these belong to City of the Lord Church. Why? They already have a good church. You know those who are our customers, that's where you get the sinners. and fill in the blanks. One who attends church services regularly and brings others to church as well. One who is concerned about the well-being of the church. Don't say, if I don't go to church, it won't close. I'm just one person. Are you ever concerned about the well-being of the church? I was telling my young brother. Yesterday, you've seen the, 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 the lawn is mowed here. I'm the one who wants to insist. Let's... let's Make sure this loan is more. Look at the grass. People are coming here. How will it look? No, we find another one. And I took money out of my pocket and paid. They just felt shy and they brought back the money. They insisted, no, pastor. But where were you? So you want me to come here, preach to you, pray for you, even come and clean your surroundings? Are you concerned about the well being of the church? Is there nothing that you can do? You've noticed that people jump over here. You've never gone and taken... Take just check how much is sand. What can we put there? How can we make the place look good? So that when I'm taking a picture of my church, you should be concerned about the well-being of the church. That's why some of us will be more blessed than you. Leadership is not just a calling. I've told you. I've told you how people become chosen as leaders. Don't say, "Ah, oh, Pastor Daniel was just graced." I'm giving you secrets to being graced. Not every grace just comes from you. From to people quite men, kind of, Mm-mm. Some of the graces you attain them through some of these things I'm teaching you. Hallelujah.